Hey, everybody, and welcome back into Locked On Bama. Luke Robinson, that's me. And Jimmy Stein, that's him. Jimmy, how cold are you today? Uh, Very, but I've only had to go from, uh, I've only been in the garage into the car, so I have yet to really taste the outdoors. Uh, that's coming uh, right when we uh, finish recording. Yeah, that's true. I had to drive from Birmingham to Lake City this morning, and uh, Holy moly, I mean, it was man. cold as a bear's ass. Yeah, it was cold as a bear's <laughs> ass. It's six twenty-six now on Wednesday morning. For those who don't know, we're six thirty somewhere in that neighborhood. Um, so, Jimmy, this one's got to be a bit of an abbreviated podcast just because uh, we didn't have time yesterday to cut this one, and we're going to try and cut it this morning for today, and then cut another one tonight for tomorrow, and nobody gives a shit about any of that, and I just wasted several precious minutes telling everybody, but the rankings came out last night, the college football yes. playoff rankings, and uh, a lot of people apparently were surprised Georgia's at four and Alabama's at five. Frankly, I don't think it matters, and I don't really give a shit, and I'm really okay with it. Um, there's so much football to be played out, it just doesn't bother me that much. No, uh, it, 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 it didn't bother me either, and I don't – it's tough. I mean, I know that the Alabama fan reaction is, of course, they lost to a bad team, a bad team that Alabama beat on the road. I, I, I get it, but Georgia also has wins that Alabama does not have. They beat a very good Florida team who's in the top 10 uh, or right at number 10. And, uh, and Notre Dame, who's, who's right around 15. Those two quality wins are why Georgia's ahead. But it really doesn't matter as long as one thing happens. If LSU beats Georgia, uh, and, and let's say uh, LSU beats Georgia by, uh, in, in, a, in a, it doesn't have to be a blowout, but LSU soundly beats Georgia then Georgia's falling behind Alabama. Alabama doesn't need to worry about Georgia if LSU wins. Now, if Georgia beats LSU, Alabama's uh, playoff hopes are zero. The, the playoff hopes go to zero because then Georgia and LSU, LSU wouldn't fall out of the playoff if they lost to Georgia uh, in a neutral site True. game in the SEC championship game. So if Georgia beats LSU, Georgia and LSU are in, and, and you can forget what happens to the other games. The committee would just uh, all impale themselves on pitchforks before they'd put three SEC teams in. So you forget that. So uh, it, so really what Alabama fans need to do, as crazy as this sounds, I think Alabama's best path to inclusion, Luke, is Ohio State, LSU, and Clemson just all winning out. And, and, and it just comes down to that fourth spot because LSU would take care of Georgia. Ohio State will take care of all those other uh, all those other Big Ten teams, and Clemson's just not going to lose anyway. So uh, LSU, Clemson, Ohio State winning out, leaving a fourth spot open, a fourth spot in which Georgia has knocked out contenders. Uh, I mean, LSU has knocked out contenders. Ohio State has knocked out contenders. So uh, that would leave the fourth spot between Alabama, the Big 12 winner, and the Pac-12 winner. And that's what Alabama should want while hoping that the Big 12 and Pac-12 winners uh, have two losses. That would be ideal. Maybe not necessary, but ideal. Yeah, I would add to that, though. If Clemson loses anywhere from here on in, I think they're out. I don't care if they ah, win the ACC true. or not um, because they th their schedule is bunk, their conference is bunk, and um, I, I, I think any loss now – and that's, again, that's why I love the, the current format. Clemson's already in the playoffs. Now they just have a bunch of easy 
um, games in the playoffs before they get before they really get into the meat of it. I, I like that a lot. And one other thing, um, and probably should make a bigger deal out of this later on, but we don't have the time this morning. You know, one other reason I really love these playoffs is because I, I pull up ESPN's page on on uh, just their main page to to find some more talking points for today's podcast. And they're talking about, obviously, the college football playoff rankings. But the second story is about Kentucky's loss to Evansville last night in basketball. And Joe Lenardi says, Kentucky's loss to Evansville might not be a March factor. And see, that's what pisses me off is – in football, if you lose to the equivalent of whatever the hell Evansville is in football, you can't be number one. You won't be number one. I mean, unless everybody else had two or three losses, there's no chance you'd be number one, and you shouldn't be. If you lose to Evansville, you shouldn't be. And that's why I like the football system. Now, I know it's not completely apples to apples, but I think there's a problem in a sport when somebody can lose to a team like in Evansville especially a team like Kentucky that clearly, I mean, I'd be willing to bet 12 to 13 people or all 13 people on their roster are better. Anybody Evansville has. I mean, if, if you told me just getting off the bus, looking at them. So um, I think that that should be a factor. Now, one other thing that I think came of the, the playoff rankings last night is if Alabama were to win out and not make the playoffs, it's becoming pretty clear Alabama will probably play Oklahoma in the Sugar Bowl, barring Oklahoma's assuming Oklahoma's class. yeah yeah assuming Oklahoma's not in the the championship. I I still don't rule out Oklahoma getting in the playoff. I realize they're what ten last night or something. Uh, yeah, they're ten. The committee but... really dinged them for that Iowa State uh, near near okay. tra- travesty. Yeah, and they should have. I mean, they frankly sure. they should have. Sure. Um, sure. Because but yes, and here's other... I agree that about the Sugar Bowl projection with Oklahoma looking like the most likely destination for Alabama in the postseason. Yeah, and, you know, I'm in theory, that's a really cool matchup. In reality, I think a lot of our dudes would sit, and there's potential for even Jalen Hurts to sit because I've seen him in mock drafts going in the first round, so it really didn't make a ton of sense for him to play either. Um, and so this may end up being a terrible matchup uh, just well, because uh, the guys that everybody wants to see play won't play. It would be hyped as two of us, Jalen. Uh, it would be hyped as two of us, Jalen, and I, I would be almost confident in saying Tua would not play in the game and somewhat confident Jalen wouldn't, although I, I think I think actually Jalen likely would because I, I, don't, I think he's going to be fighting for draft position and it's Jalen's dream to, to 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 play Alabama, not because he hates Alabama, he loves Alabama. But there's no one he'd rather beat. Just like if you're you love your brother, but if you and your brother are of equal uh, size and equal talent, there's no one you want to beat more, even though you love him. And that's why Jalen would, in my mind, play in this game unless his agent. <laughs> Uh, or his family, or someone's just telling him, "Don't play, don't play. You're gonna, you're gonna get hurt." And there goes the draft. But you know what really bite for Alabama, Luke, is if every single junior Alabama has that's projected to go in the first or second round sits out. Good Lord, I don't know how we could beat Oklahoma. I'm not even sure we'd beat Evansville. 
I totally see what you're saying there. There's no doubt. I mean, Evansville in football would, would <laughs> I mean, well, would be a tough, or Evansville basketball team might beat us because we have so many people sitting out. <laughs> yeah. I mean, take, I mean, literally we have 14 guys projected to go in the draft. I'm not, I'm not saying 14 would sit out, but if even half sit out, that's a big freaking problem when you're playing somebody good. Now Oklahoma's going to have guys sit out too, but, but not as many as Alabama. They don't have as many draft uh, eligible draft worthy guys we do, especially in the junior class. So, oh, so it, it, let, 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 let's just still hope we get in the playoff and, and we, we see a, an Alabama, uh, a postseason Alabama full strength. Yeah, that's what we're going for. Uh, there's no doubt about it. And if we were to make these playoffs, one thing that I would advise all of our young players to do, boy, I, I didn't do this one well is to use Manscaped, which is the number one in men's below-the-belt grooming. Get 20% off and free shipping with the code LOCKEDON at manscaped.com. Yeah, you never want to be – you know what? That I just had it. Here's their tagline. Hey, use, man, use Manscaped. Don't use hedge clippers. <laughs> uh, here's the thing. I think I just came up with a new tagline for Manscaped. Manscaped, don't be caught with your pants down. <laughs> or if you are, you want to be manscaped. <laughs> That's too long, though. Which um, which uh, which company has the? It's a jungle out there. Which company has that? <laughs> oh, somebody did have. It's a jungle out there. Who was yeah, that? I don't know. That was a while back. It's a jungle but, down there. It's a jungle down there. See if, if if there's not a, it's a jungle out there anymore. I think you can have it's a it's a jungle down there, and you're good with the you're good with the lawsuits. <laughs> um, so ESPN did come out also with all right. Here's what the playoff would look like today, or here's what the New York New Year's Six Bowl matchups and the playoff would look like today, which it obviously won't do. This is why this is all an exercise in futility and nothing but a Wednesday talking point, which is fine because we need one. But LSU ain't playing Georgia again in the playoffs. That's <clears throat> well, right. Let me let me change that. If they yeah, do, they're likely not. <laughs> it's because they're Georgia likely won. not. If well, first of all, Georgia no. would have to win out, and LSU would have to lose only to Georgia. Then I do think both of them would get in. But yeah, I, the seed the seeds would be all mixed around. Ohio State would be one. LSU would be like three. I mean, LSU be four. Georgia be three. They wouldn't play play each other in the semi anyway. You know what Maybe. I think would happen? I think it would be – I really do think this would happen. I think they would go LSU, Ohio State, in Phoenix, Clemson, Georgia, in Atlanta, because that is a uh, bananas matchup of, of two teams that are very, very geographically close to Atlanta, and I think that would be fun. I don't think they'd do LSU, Georgia again in Atlanta. I now they'll say, "Well, we don't think about all that kind of stuff," but you can't help. I don't think they think have to. I think they'd have to yeah. think about it. Just they have to. I mean, first of all, I, the committees the committee is, is there to pick the four best teams. But let's not forget who's paying for all this, and it's ESPN. And and I'm not a conspiracy theorist to the extent that I'm telling you ESPN's in the room telling the committee what to do. But you, you I, I, ref, I, I refuse to believe that would be ignored. Uh. It would at least be whispered into the room that 
you know, ESPN doesn't need this to happen or they need this to happen. Uh, now, I, I, again, I, I don't think ESPN decides. I'm, I'm just, I, I just don't see how it wouldn't be a factor. Even for those people in the committee, they want to watch the games too. I mean, they want to watch. They, they're interested in the games. They're going to watch. I mean, they're going to want. So, so I, I, I can see some, some level of manipulation with the seeds to avoid semifinal you know, matchups that, that don't make as much sense as others. Uh, I, I can, I can see that, but in the end, so far to me, the committee has gotten it right. We could go back and go over each and every year and we might have a nit to pick here. And there was the year TCU didn't make it. And, and there was the year that, you know, that Alabama made it over, over, you know, uh, you know, over champions of other leagues. And, and, but I, I don't think, I don't recall Luke in any of the years where the committee made their selections and there was a outcry of what are they doing? I don't think that's happened yet. I mean, I think there's just been what I would call mild controversies that after the fact, no one ever really talked about again. Yeah. Um, and frankly, I, I'm like you, I think they've gotten it right about every time. And I, the everybody loves to go back to that first 2014 college football playoff where Ohio state got in and TCU and Baylor were left out, even though they tied for the championship. And look, it would have behooved Alabama if a TCU yeah. or Baylor had gotten in because we go up against a Ohio State team that was basically an NFL squad. Now we yeah. were two, but we didn't have an NFL player at hey, quarterback necessarily. So the point is to get the four best teams, and and yeah. and you know you never know what's going to happen. So the four best teams at the time you put together the the bracket, but it's kind of hard to argue they didn't. <laughs> properly acknowledge that Ohio State was one of the top four teams. Ohio State kicked everybody's ass with a third team quarterback. No, so. that's right. But and I'll tell you though, I do I, am I the only person that hates the argument that when people say, well they obviously got it right because that team won it all. And see, yeah. I think that that's that's using flawed logic because when right. everybody gets in a tournament, somebody certainly can Somebody's win it all win. if you put anybody. Right. So uh, I think that it's it is it, but but I like that, again, that's why I like the playoffs. I like that some people are pissed off they missed. See, in the NCAA tournament, when somebody misses, it's it's like, oh, you let them in as a 10 seed when we could have been an 11 seed? I think that's uh, stupid. That's just right. stupid. I mean, you know, in, in this, you got to be a somebody to get in. You got, you're a dog if you're even in the conversation. And that's like in the NCAA basketball tournament, yeah, you're – I mean, you're not bad, but and I mean, yeah, they can throw you in the mix, and everybody's sort of like, okay, whatever. But it's it's not a travesty. Like Dickie V has a come apart. Oh, I can't believe this team got in and this team didn't. When really, it's like neither one of them deserved to be there, Dickie. So just chill <laughs> out. It's okay. Um, okay, let's talk a little bit about Alabama practice yesterday, uh, or I guess yeah, yesterday. Tua sat out practice again. He just watched from the sideline. He wasn't um he was in full pads and he did have his helmet, but he wasn't really out there right. doing anything. So do you take this as a sign that potentially Mac Jones will be playing uh, against Mississippi State? I, I would take it as a sign that that's a very uh a very good possibility that this could be Mac Jones game again. Uh, I think it's a very good possibility that's far from a certainty. Tua is so experienced. Uh, his knowledge of the offense is such that he, he wouldn't have to have a full week of practice to play on Saturday. Uh, so so I don't rule out seeing Tua. 
Uh, we certainly can't rule out uh, uh, believing that this is a Mac Jones game. Uh, we saw Tua limp off the field Saturday, frankly limping far worse than he did when he hurt his ankle against Tennessee initially. So yeah. he's obviously dealing with a lot of post-op soreness at this point, which, which, which shouldn't shock anyone based on, you know, based on the, these recoveries. Now, if it's Mac Jones, that's fine. Uh, my thing, again, playoff-centric is, you know, uh, Alabama wants to get in this playoff. There's millions of dollars at stake. There's a national championship at stake. You got to get in the playoff. If it's Mac Jones, great. But unlike Mac being a novelty like he was against, you know, Tennessee, when it's like, I mean, like he was against Arkansas, when it's Mac's game and let's see how Mac does, knowing we're playing an overmatched opponent. We're playing an overmatched opponent again. Alabama should win this game. But, Mac, the, the novelty is wore off. It is time to to help Alabama look like a playoff team. We, we can't use the excuse we're, we're playing the number two quarterback. Alabama, to make the playoff, has to look like a playoff team. So uh, if Mac gets the start and Mac plays, uh, we, we know he did pretty well against Arkansas. He's got to do even better against a slightly better team in Mississippi State. Uh, so if, if it's Mac's game, Mac, help us get in the playoff, pal. No, I'm with you. And here's the thing. I look back now and I kind of regret that we didn't put up more points against Arkansas in the second half, uh, even with Mac or whoever was back there. I, I feel like we missed an opportunity because meanwhile, you look at Ohio State and they're putting 70 on everybody they play purposefully. Um, you know, their own side kicking with up 21 to nothing or 14 to nothing or whatever it is, uh, even though they know, okay, this team has no shot. And um, I just feel like we missed some opportunities here to really blow a few other teams out. Uh, very quickly, Jimmy, because I know we got to both wrap up here a little bit sooner than usual. Uh, Recruiting-wise, and we can get more into this in this afternoon's podcast, but Darnell Washington has us back on his list, but that list is so nebulous. Nobody knows really where that's going. Five-star freak wide receiver, a Gaye Hall? Is that how you say A G I Y E? Yeah, why not? A Gaye? I like it. I don't Iggy? know, but I like it. No, not a that. Gigi? No, no, not a that. I think the first one. Yeah. Okay, a Gaye Hall. Um, he's he tweeted out Monday night, okay, I've made my decision, but he's not telling anybody his decision for like another two months. And he's a 2021 guy anyway. So, I mean, Alabama fans were excited because he just visited Alabama, but, I mean, there's certainly a long way to go. If you've made a decision but don't tell anybody for two months, is it really yeah. – it's sort of like if a tree falls in the woods and a guy yay hall makes a decision, does anybody know about the tree? I don't. That's not how that works, is it? Well, anybody that's got a tough decision to make and isn't going to announce it for two or three months, you know what, they might change their minds. Yeah. So, I wouldn't – uh I wouldn't exactly write him down even in pencil just yet, but uh, encourage. Is it encouraging? That's what what, what we should yeah. take things more as encouraging signs and not, you know, something something that's carved into the stone and granite and then then act at the end like you're shocked when it goes sideways. Uh, even a commitment these days, it, it's an encouraging sign. It's a lean. It's a lean yeah. until it's a lean until pen hits paper. Well, it's I liken it to when I go to Birmingham now. You know, I, I spend a lot of time in Alexander City, and we don't have a ton of restaurant options. 
when I go to Birmingham and I start thinking, okay, I'm hungry. I'm going to go to Zoe's. And then I pass a Chick-fil-A. I'm going to Chick-fil-A. I mean, I don't have a Chick-fil-A in LA City. And if there's a Chick-fil-A within a five-mile radius of me, I'm going to find that damn thing. And I'm eating a chicken sandwich. Now, I might still go to Zoe's, but I'm going to Chick-fil-A too. <laughs> I'm getting something at Chick-fil-A. And that's how these recruit the commitments are. They're like, okay, I'm going to Alabama. I'm going to Alabama. going to Alabama. Oh, shit, I just passed my Baton Rouge. And Coach O has got his shirt off. And all the women there have their shirt off. And everybody's having fun. And this is great. And they just beat Alabama. I'm going to LSU. That's, I think that's I think that's I exactly what described how that's, that's, that's how, how recruiting works. That's how the Gilbert commitment went down, I think. <laughs> That's exactly how recruiting works. You just explained it. <laughs> um, all right, Jimmy. Roll Tide, buddy. We will be back this afternoon. I promise everybody we'll have a longer podcast, and uh, we'll go from there. Roll Tide.